1: Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 30th. Kevin, how we doing? Brandon!
0: I'm um, so excited
1: her. to be... Filling in
0: for royalty here. Oh, uh, I know, I know. You know, Andy had a big story about drainage come out today, and so the <laughs> the media requests must have been overwhelming. Oh, so you, good. you
1: called this in the bench. Fantastic. <laughs> Bury him. Throw dirt on his name while he's out and can't be, you know, here to defend himself. I like that. I if like you, that.
0: if you piss off Big Catch Basin, you're going to hear from it. And so I'm sure he's out there battling bots on Twitter, <laughs> the, the, the Catch Basin army and Mania is really coming after him
1: you know? <laughs> yeah you know they, i had to edit that and i was like i mean i don't know i don't know what you want me to say here i got to, i don't know anything about catch basins and drainage it sounds good looks good it was actually an interesting thing and obviously something that gets you thinking when you're out there right Absolutely. maybe you notice it next time but he he at least has some self i don't know awareness about that and understands it's not necessarily there are a few articles i've written where it's like you know this is like not for the biggest audience, but it's good. You feel like you're doing something valuable and worthwhile. And I suppose that's it. But I do like you get having a little fun at his expense. Uh, thank you for joining us on this. I guess we're recording this Tuesday afternoon, as is our usual method. And uh, today has been really a throwback to, to whatever it is, 2014, 2015, 2010, because we we're tracking Tigers playing. Uh, I thought these days were long gone. I thought we'd, they, this kind of tracking would never again – we we wouldn't see this in golf. I'm trying to think of who who would rise to the level of tail tracking, maybe like an Anthony Kim if he ever – rumors mm. started about him. But certainly no one that that's alive at the moment other than Tiger. Uh, what did you make of today? We're tracking his plane. It seems – it seems like we – we could be headed towards Tiger Woods playing the Masters next week. What'd you make of today in the tracking? Uh, you know, as I said, a nice throwback, a little bit
0: bizarre, a little creepy. Uh, you know, <laughs> Phil doesn't have a plane to track anymore. So no. we, we, we have to. Uh, <laughs> Phil's, Phil's trying to get that NetJets, uh, <laughs> you know, account to reboot. Yeah. To We can't remember his password. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think. Uh, what like if you're telling me like gun to my head is he going to play i think he's probably going to try to play at this point i think they'll be you know i'm sure that he's going through the whole well i have to see how sore i am and have to see what it's like to walk there or whatever but um i kind of wonder i see charlie's at at augusta today i wonder if uh you know charlie sort of encouraged him let's go play a practice round dad like let's let's just give it a go and sort of see if i can i wonder has charlie played augusta before chances are
1: probably decent that he hasn't. Uh, I was wondering about that too. Myself I was like, uh, it's just the first time he's been there. Like that. Yeah. I know that's not like the priority of everyone today as we're debating and, and posturing, but I, I, I was curious about that. Has tiger has Charlie ever been of, you know, a playing age and maybe he's spoken on the record about this and I've just forgotten about it. And he has yeah. played with them there, but that, that was one of the things that really jumped off the page to me. I think Bob Herrick had that in a report. Uh, yes, yeah. SI. That that he must have had, I don't know, member, staff, someone at Augusta. Bob had some great intel that JT was with them and that Charlie was with them and that they were warming up on the range. You think the Tiger, Charlie thing did jump off to
0: me. Do you think Tiger called ahead and asked him to put out the family tees, that the forward-forward the, forward,
1: <laughs> the forward, forward tees, you know? <laughs> like the play it forward? Yeah. yeah. I think Charlie can hang, right? I mean, I, I don't know if he could play the members tees. I don't, I, I don't know. He's probably 66 from the members or 65 yeah. from the yeah. members. What uh, is he? What is he, 12? Yeah, or is he that old? I can't remember how old. I was oh, Charlie back. versus
0: Woozy in a match from oh, the back, from the member versus the back tees. What do you think? Who you got?
1: I'm unaware of Charlie's age and or like ability. I mean, I know he's good based on the PNC stuff, but I'm kind of yeah. keeping myself well, removed good, from. Good for you because someone
0: there's some people out there who maybe child protective services should get involved. <laughs> so they're like googling Charlie's, you know, practice schedule and routine. But uh, yeah, I mean, what a look either way kind of uh fun to have tiger back in the mix just for uh the content vampires like ourselves who, who sure. need it to to survive and i'm sure that uh you know JT will will throw some stuff up on his ig to get those those likes and uh
1: if if need be so we'll see um all right so so it seems like he's going to play Today, something Augusta like like we've heard he's playing medalist, right? Or or he's mm-hmm. walking medalist, or and there's all this stuff. Like he's he's ramping up. Augusta seems like a different kind of barrier or a different kind of test. We people see people posturing like um, you know, today's like not even today's just the first half. Like, how does he feel tomorrow and the next day, and the next day? And it's not just walking eighteen holes, it's watching thirty-six, maybe seventy two, yeah. yeah. maybe. I don't know. That's a separate question we get into next. I, I wonder like like what this reveals about his chances. Is it really like a 50-50 thing? Is he just effing with us? Like, is this a show? Is it is it absolutely happening, or else he wouldn't have even gone to like entertain this sort of circus? I I just wonder if it means anything about what what next week could bring. It's gotta mean that he wants to,
0: right? Like that's the first barrier you gotta cross of like, hey, I really want to give this a shot. And so if I go there and I'm feel okay uh, one thing i sort of think is like on a serious note of like thinking about it is one way or another he's, he's certainly got to deal with pain and soreness and I, I gotta think after you know basically saying that he had to kind of deal with some painkiller stuff or that you know one of the duis who's he was caught with or caught he had a bunch of stuff in his system i, I can't imagine that he could sort of take any kind of like medication to deal with the pain uh, unless he's kind of you know leaving that Not uh thing behind so wagon. you know what yeah, yeah. what natural uh remedies or methods could tiger use to sort of grit it out um i don't know it's it seems like a, a big a big ask uh to it's it's the bar is much higher to jump over than 2019 when he had sort of built up over time uh and sort of shown that he was ready for this and then could win so i think like it's going to be impossible for people to tap the brakes at all and be like, if I was a, a Vegas, a Vegas sharp, or like a, a book, excuse me, a book, not a sharp, I, I would be so excited if Tiger was going to play yeah. because so much stupid totally. money will come in on Tiger and the chances that he, you know, could win are probably pretty small. I don't think it would be dumb to, to rule it out entirely because, uh, he's already proven that if you sort of write him off entirely, that, uh, he has a habit of rubbing it in your face, but, Yeah, man. Well, Why not? Why not? It'll be fun, like, content for the first couple days, fun to sort of watch on uh, the early kind of uh, Masters Live stuff. And, uh, you know, every shot live, I think, will be fun to kind of dial up every swing that Tiger takes if we can't see it on the broadcast uh, right away. So, you know, it'll be neat
1: to see. Uh, I was... uh I mean it seems like we're, you're operating on the assumption that he's gonna play, and it's kind of like what we have to do but, yeah. I mean it, it's not a given, but that's sort of what we're operating at, like if, if this is happening um I just wonder like i, I wrote today somebody was like, does he really he, somebody posed the question to me like there's no way he goes and just like um just shoots like eighty and embarrasses himself and I was mm-hmm. like, you know I don't think that matters at all anymore like I think like he's not like thirty five mm-hmm. and and he's not coming out of exile from like the sex scandal or the chipping yibs or whatever other injury, like, I mean, rightly or wrongly. And and someone could say like, there should be more scrutiny based upon what happened with this injury and what, Mm -hmm. what, what exactly is he coming back from when we talk about the origins of the crash and that being, you know, maybe a second crash in, in a handful of years. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, there is going to be no scrutiny upon that when he returns. It's not going to be Billy Payne doing a, a, a press conference to scold him. He will be given a hero's welcome. Like, we cannot believe you're here. We are so happy you're here. We are happy you're alive. You can go shoot 82 two days in a row, and no one's going to give a shit. And that could be factoring in. Like, you know, he he he's sort of gotten beyond the like only show up to win mindset. Yeah. Like, of course, the fanboys like love to like, you know, get. It, work themselves up into a lather, sort sure. of I I idolizing that. But he's he's gotten beyond that in terms of like, I only play to win. I'm I am i gonna win. I'm here to win. Like he's gotten beyond that. So I don't think I think it's a pretty set the physical stuff aside of having to walk Augusta, which is hilly, as we've heard. Sure. Like I think it is a soft landing spot because everyone's yeah. just gonna throw themselves at his feet and be like, oh my God, you're here at all. Go shoot eighty five and we will be so yeah. happy. Now I could be wrong. He could be like Dragging his leg across the finish line, I don't yeah. know, and it's a disaster. But that's how I feel. Like a week out, I, I just don't think it's a. There's a lose lose. Like any, it's a win win situation. She sure. does play. Remember when he shot eighty five at the Memorial like over years ago when his back yes. was about to
0: fall apart, and he was like, yes. he didn't like withdraw at the turn or whatever. He didn't sulk because I mean he kind of just you know shook zach blair's hand i think and was like yeah uh you know hey fun round whatever sorry i didn't have it today or whatever and uh it was like zach blair's career highlight was getting to play with right. uh, tiger when he shot 85 but i, I mean i don't sit i don't think there's a scenario where he starts to play and then you know realizes he's so bad like shoots 43 on the front or whatever and then ejects like he's probably just kind of smile and slap it around and you know say yeah obviously i don't have it yet uh but you know it was fun to kind of get out here and try so i will see i mean it'll it'll be interesting just how much love he sort of receives i mean i think it would be like enormous from the crowds if he's doing it and like watching him you know hit it around there would would be a huge spectacle that would overwhelm everything else. It would be great for someone who'd like Rory, who desperately needs to sort of fly on the radar <laughs> a little bit to have tiger suck up all the oxygen. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. if I were Rory, I'd be like kind of thrilled because maybe you wouldn't even have to do a post uh master or pre-masters <laughs> presser it was just you know i cede my time to tiger Woods.
1: <laughs> well now it's, rory's doing the i'm gonna play valero i mean he's going to the at&t san yeah. antonio oaks course or whatever and uh, i don't know i guess he was in augusta yesterday well, has, he, he's never played valero before has he i mean i don't think so but it's all the like I wonder if you played the shell once or twice okay. the week before. I don't know, but you know, Rory, it's like one year, it's the biggest event in the world. Next year, it's <laughs> I should play pretend. It's, the uh, I just, and... I don't really care about the Masters, <laughs> You know, it's just, fine. <laughs> I should play in Dubai until it's April. I shouldn't play ever over there until like it's changes. I should juggle. I should not, you know, all this stuff changes like this, everything leading up to that, that masters changes. But, um, you know, some people have like, and I talked about that, that, that scrutiny issue, like some people, we haven't got, we haven't talked to you about Phil, it being more or less voluntarily withdrawn <laughs> or, or not involuntarily withdrawn from the field. Some people and they may be bots or trolls have raised the issue of like, um, like tiger, like went across a four lane road and, and, you know, it was the second time he was involved in such an accident and he's got to get the hero's welcome. We just talked about and Phil yeah. is, is not playing and uh maybe by his own choosing or not by his own choosing but it seems like there are a lot of forces in the golf ecosystem that have put t- told phil to sit down and sit in the corner for a while and that may be part of it is there i, I don't know phil didn't phil didn't Didn't break any laws necessarily right? endanger anyone's <laughs> life per se with this that we know this, of yeah that we know of. <laughs> um I don't know. What do you make of Phil being in exile while Tiger's getting the hero's welcome? Phil, the defending PGA God. champion, by the way. Great question. Uh, it, it has to be like, I, I mean,
0: look, total speculation. It, it makes me wonder if Phil has sort of said to his family, his people around him, like, Hey, I'm going to show how serious <laughs> I am as to sort of like walk back some of the, you know, stuff that I've been doing lately. and And I'm going to commit to sort of, you know, whether it's, I don't know, therapy or whether it's just kind of spending more time with the, with the family, with the wife and the kids and trying to figure out what your priorities are going to be going forward. Like, it, you know, that seemed to be what he's alluding to that, you know, he, he he's been under so much stress and, you know, some things need to change in his life. So, uh, you know, I, I think it does make me wonder, it would be really awkward, right. If the masters called him directly and said, Hey, we don't really think you should come this year like it would almost have to be like a word of mouth situation where they kind of just get word to him that like look if you if you wanted to skip this year we wouldn't mind at all right like i, I doubt the masters would be so overt about because it's not like the people who are you know members at augusta haven't had like various dealings with various you know titans of industry or foreign mm-hmm. governments or whatever i mean there's mm-hmm. probably plenty of them who think like oh phil should whatever be able to make the money he wants to make so yeah. I wonder like if you're Phil, how painful is it be to sit at home and kind of, you know, watch the masters or be at the Yellowstone club and, you know, in Montana where he sort of hangs out in exile yeah. regularly. Like, do you just completely ignore it, turn it off entirely? Or are you such a golf junkie that you want to sort of see certain parts of it? I mean, it'd, it'd be great if Phil just like, you know, agreed to zoom in in the booth and like, you know help nance and uh and faldo call some of the action that would be great that would Phil would be get to be a part of it with also you know being uh you know disconnected from it so that's what i'm rooting for
1: i don't i i you talk about like all the different like members dealings and stuff and, and i'm not i'm not like speculating here but like things that pop into my head and maybe this is reckless to say out loud but like it's just crazy all the moving parts like like jimmy dunn right is, is a very powerful member there powerful in the golf world i think mm-hmm. was friends with phil maybe friends with phil i have yeah. no inside info here i'm just talking out loud but like he lost like his entire many of his colleagues and company in 9-11 right mm-hmm. in the fame you know infamously and, and yeah. sad tragically saudi arabia did not have an insignificant role in that event. Yeah. I, I just wonder like all the different moving pieces that you start bringing business and very powerful people. And I, I I'm, I, these are just things that pop in my head. I sure. have I have no idea of any of this actually happened, but just so, so many moving parts with the in play here outside of the, just the PGA tour versus totally. Saudi Arabia versus with the Augusta sitting on the sideline. The 9 stuff know. certainly kind of gets like brushed aside
0: in the whole, like right. what's so wrong with Saudi Arabia? What You know right. what? Like, know it's again like this is it's not a insignificant part of it and uh Mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of people oh i'm not a politician well you know you certainly like gush and gush about you know patriotism when it comes to Ryder cup stuff or when some of the golfers were speaking out against the kaepernick's thing and so like where are you drawing the line i guess it's yeah again like we don't it's a not uh totally like easy connection to make but right. it's not totally it's not a fantasy either right it's right it's, the lines right. are pretty clearly right there and people have you know Shipnuck has written about some of like yes saudi arabia's role and i mean not just he's, he's made the golf connection obviously like yeah. a lot like, a whole congressional inquiry was done into uh, <laughs> right 9-11 right. and saudi arabia's role in it so i don't know like I I hope that we see Phil again. I, it has to burn him a little bit uh here because I think he I'm sure he believes that he could still win another Masters at least. He probably thinks he could win two or three more. Uh <laughs> but you know, once you're 50, how many realistic chances do you have, right? You you even at your wildest dreams, you probably think you've got like till you're 55, 56, right? Like it's there's right. no like, you know, sick like a, as much as we kind of talk about Tom Watson almost winning the open championship, he didn't win. And, you know, how many other times has that ever happened? Like that's the ultimate sort of, you know, lightning in a bottle moment. But I think Phil has to prefer to believe that like he could still do it. And you're get you're letting a whole nother year of that go by when you previously, just the last, you know, one of the last three times you were at a major, you caught lightning in a bottle and did
1: it. So Right, right. So it seems for sure no Phil seems like Tiger probably. It seems, I I don't know. It seems like we're trending towards Tiger is going to be there and everybody's going to lose their shit. We're tracking his plane. Mm-hmm. um, What else? Anything else on the Masters here with, uh I don't know, 10 days to go. You, you know, have been to the Masters. You've covered the Masters. You've covered golf, right for golf uh, for ESPN. I don't think you're going this year. But what are some of your early Masters? I, I think Andy and I have talked about how there's, like the Saudi Arabia Saudi League has sort of overwhelmed the golf world to the point where there hasn't been a ramp up to mm-hmm. the Masters like in recent years, and and a lot of the top players in the world don't have a lot of history with yep. the, the Masters, right? That like it's it's because they're all twenty five or younger and right. things like that. um That it, it's, there's not like a ton of if you're writing the main piece for a magazine, a preview magazine, or sure. or even a digital whatever preview, like there's not the storylines aren't falling out of the bag this week yeah. for sure I, I don't know if you agree with that no it is like
0: it's it, I think we've like Rory's for the last whatever since 2015 right. uh has been really in a lot of ways for 10 years since 2011 has yep. been the story going to the masters of so like okay well will he do it this year and in, we've kind of been like Lucy footballed uh, with Charlie Brown the football so many times with Rory's masters chances that I think it's finally kind of like been muted of like oh well Roy's going for their career ground slam, but like, that's just not a story because we've sort of thought about it or talked about it so many times. And, you know, I don't know, like if you had to pick like the most likely person to win the Masters right now, would you pick someone who's never won it before? Like, that's such a hard thing to think. Like, I I wouldn't pick Scotty Scheffler to win the Masters, even though he's the hottest golfer in the world, because it's so rare for. Someone to win it, you know, on their. It's probably his first try, right? I don't. Is he did he play last year? He's probably top fifty in the world last year, so he he, might have been top fifty. So he must have played, but like you know, your first or second sort of try, like there's just too much to kind of deal with in terms of the nuances of it and the pressure of it and stuff. So like, I'd probably pick like John Rahm, like he's had success there before, but never quite uh, been in the mix in the final few holes, or you know, somebody like. Xander's played really well, or but Spieth has has played really well. Obviously, a lot of years, but it hasn't played particularly well this year. So, man, I don't know. It's it does seem like the most wide open Masters. Usually, like you think, oh well, with the defending champ, is there any chances he have to repeat or whatever? Like, I don't think anybody thinks Adeki is going to sort of be in the mix again because of his back issues at it's the hurt. moment. Yeah, and might not even play. So, I don't know, man. It could be like a really you know DJ would probably be a great pick, right? Because he's. He's contended a lot of masters. He's won a masters. Um, All right. I think too, like if I were to really sort of say what would be the most like compelling storyline to me personally, other than like Spieth or Rory winning, it'd be like, when is JT going to get in the mix again at another major? Like it's, it's time now. Like you've, you're playing really well this year. You're, you're ball striking the shit out of it. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to be one of the top putters, uh, to win at Augusta like you just have to give yourself a lot of chances and eat up the par fives and so like now it's time for JT to sort of actually take the next step and stop you know kind of throwing away chances on weekends at majors you're too good to not be in contention and more of this like all of your peers like have sort of done it more recently than you have right like Rom's been in the mix and won a major and Kepka's won four majors and you know even Spieth who you know has been in the mix more frequent more recently than Justin Thomas which is crazy to think like the 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 wilderness that Spieth has been in he still you know almost could could have easily won the British Open the Morikawa one so all of that is sort of interesting i, I mean i Bryson's hasn't been a story but like him and the oh, Masters God. continues to sort of be such an entertaining thing like i know regardless of tiger what tiger does we will still probably get more enjoyment out of of Bryson's opening
1: two rounds than we could out of anything else. I mean, he just just incredulously looking away at the you know at the sky, like what happened? How is that ball rolling, trundling away? This course you know? sucks. Yeah. This just absolutely sucks. <laughs> so, um, no, you're right. You're right. The Bryson Bryson will yield. I'm sure plenty. I, I guess one quick before we take a break. What one? What? Like, what is your best case scenario for Tiger? Just to double back on that, like, what is the absolute best case scenario? I, I, I you are a realist. You are not coming on like, oh my god, yeah. he's gonna be in contention. I, I think I'm beyond like, totally removing that from my brain. Yeah. Like, because I, I, I lived through the years where he basically never even played golf, mm-hmm. uh, covering those, um, uh, and probably wrote he was done a few times. Sure. I'm sure you can find that on the internet. Um, but like. I think realistically, he's probably he's not going to contend. Like, what's the best case scenario? I think it'd obviously be fun to see him, like,
0: do something that made the cut, right? Like, get a... I think if he... Because the weekend will be probably the hardest part, like, at least the... Yeah. You know, yeah. especially kind of whatever draw he gets, whether it's, you know, early, late. uh, You know, that, that long kind of afternoon grind of, like, all right, I'm trying to make the cut. I'm trying to, you know, walk up the, the hills and, and, and slap it around. I mean, I think, like... If he shot, if he went out and had like a Nicholas type round, not like Nicholson eighty six, but like maybe Nicholson ninety six, where you know he's he's around the cut line and then makes it, and then he's you know in the mix a little bit, but not really ever a serious threat to win. Like that would be (coughs) ultimately, I think, the best case scenario. A lot of people wouldn't be able to accept that that was like you know the actual best case scenario outcome. I think everyone would think like, oh, if he's in it, he's going to win it. But, yeah, you know, even in his prime, he was in it a lot and didn't always win it. You know, I just rewatched for the Golfer's Journal, like the whole 2011 Masters. And he was, you know, leading, walking off the 15th green and he didn't win that. And so like, it's, you know, it's because Schwarzschild went bonkers at the end. And, you know, yeah. he just wasn't, he didn't make enough birdies. Like he missed like a short eagle. So I, I think like, you know, you, he'd have to probably hit the ball towards more middle of the greens and, you know, rely on some lag putting, which I think he's talked about. And, um you know, that'd be fun to watch him sort of maneuver and work it around and not be able to sort of, you know, do the, the things that he always did, which is hammer it down into the right. spots and then attack pins when he needs to or whatever. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting. I, I think like, uh, yeah, uh, it's so hard to even give this best case scenario because, right, we don't even know if you like, uh, yeah, can play, but it does feel like made cut, you know, pulling off some shots on the weekend would be the absolute best case scenario. But who knows? Maybe he's in the top 10 and people are tweeting at us as haters come next week, next <laughs> Sunday. And uh, we're just trying to be realistic. All right. Go ahead. Uh, the do the haters one? don't ever like eat it when the, you know, if like yeah. if we were like, oh, well, you know, best-case scenario in EMC, yeah. the haters aren't going to be like, "Well, gosh. The Shotgun <laughs> Star guys were right, you know." <laughs> All right. Let's do an ad read. Uh, you do not have to you do not have to jump in on this one. It's not Elijah Craig. It's not rocket, which I know you're a fan oh, yeah. of. Uh, you know, sometimes, and balls sometimes together the drinking there. Elijah <laughs> Craig and, yeah. and putting
0: my rocket together. Look at this.
1: <laughs> I don't mean to compromise you, entangle, but it is for Meridian, the official below the belt trimmer nice. of the shotgun start and the fried egg. Uh, it is designed for quote down there, but can be used anywhere, which is a relief. That's good. You don't want to be isolated, and confined to having just sort of a one dimensional game. Uh, it can be used anywhere. It is a high-quality trimmer with 6,000 RPM motor. Uh, uh, it's waterproof. It's got anti-nick shaving guards, n- 90 minutes of charge, uh, and you can save when you bundle with additional accessories. You get replacement br- replacement blades like nail clippers, a dop kit, all sorts of stuff. And you use the code FRIDEG, all caps, no spaces, Egg at Meridian Grooming.com you get a free pair of boxers which is something you never actually buy for yourself so it's nice to just get a free throw in there add it to your you know dresser rotation uh, again you go to meridiangrooming.com can use the pro- promo code fried egg uh thanks again to meridian for being the official below the belt trimmer nice. uh as i feel like, uh, I feel like you, as, as you should you know it gets warmer out yeah. there right you I know? feel like
0: if you if you don't want one of those things the meridians you should get one because like if someone gives it to you there's some like yeah. an implied like hmm, you know you should really yeah. take care of this but if That's you're like, doing <laughs> it yourself like you're look at this taking it in your look own hands this. you know so don't, i wouldn't yeah what a- look at you jumping in here with that really I've, I've had a beard the, like the last uh, year and a half and uh you know i'm trying to figure out what's the right level to keep it at you know whether whether it's like yeah. a, a dj you know bigger beard or whether it's yeah. you know sort of a uh wh- who's the guy with the big must- Aaron eric van Ruyen? didn't he have a huge eric van Ruyen, yeah, yeah. Huge mustache yeah.
1: type beard situation yeah so catnip out there totally. that's catnip mustache. that you could start you could really develop your own brand oh. you know in the press tent if you start started you know that. it's like eight, eight te- nine years
0: ago if you used to have like a eric van Ruyens mustache twitter account that would be like oh everyone would think that's so funny but
1: now that would seem really really pretty lame <laughs> so <laughs> pretty bad um all right we're off of tiger stuff that was kind of news of the day for sure as we record this so let's do the schedule for the week uh on the LPGA tour we have the first major of the year It's the Chevron Championship. It has Mission Hills Golf Club. It is no longer the ANA Inspiration. It's the Chevron Championship. Big oil sinking their uh, rigs, whatever you want to call it, into uh, the LPGA uh, major circuit uh, and taking over that first championship. It is notably, as we know, moving away from the Palm Springs area to the Houston or Houston area for right now, uh, maybe rotating more nationally. I don't know, but at least Houston going forward. But at Mission Hills, par 72, 6,800 yards, designed by Desmond Muirhead. The purse is $5 million. Defending champion is Patty Tavatanakit, Memorably, you know, hammered the ball. It just held off a Lydia Ko kind of crazy Sunday charge last year. Notables in the field, Inji Chun, Nasa Hadaoka, Brooke Henderson, Daniel Kane, Jin Yun Ko, best player in the world at the moment. Lydia Ko, Nana Kors Madsen, just won a couple weeks ago. Inby Park, Yuka Sasso. Uh Tavitanic and Lexi Thompson. This is noon to four on golf channel Thursday and Friday. And then at night you get a little primetime golf, at least for us here on the East Coast. Us two Marylanders, um, East Coast elitists yeah. um, in, in Maryland here. At seven to nine. So you can watch till nine o'clock. And then that that goes the same for Saturday and Sunday, five to nine for the last two rounds. It's a good spot. This is like a tradition of mine, like settling in, watching that. Usually we're getting to Augusta, right, or, or we're ramping up for the Masters, but it's a really nice primetime finish, that Sunday night before Masters week starts. Maybe there's like Alexi Thompson rules drama. It just feels <laughs> like it's become a part of the, the cadence of this sort of first week of April and spring yeah. schedule. So
0: first major of the year. Uh, yeah, still don't love that it's opposite of the uh, the and ANWA, but you know, uh always a fun watch uh pour one out for poppy's pond uh just no longer
1: part of the, the narrative poppy's pool, poppy's pool chlorinated body of water yeah. like it's a tub i mean it's it's a tub <laughs> the water is like shimmering blue while the other stuff looks like a normal lake it's pretty and i think they dug it out for like five because didn't someone blow out their knee like hit yes, the bottom or something fairly like disgusting that, a piece a of body of water. Yeah. uh no i'm excited yeah.
0: uh bum that nelly corda can't uh participate in it um know blood clot in her arm uh that's uh yep. sucks and um you know it's annoying even to sort of talk about it when all the conspiracy uh anti-vax people kind of out there oh god i oh, didn't even yeah. know
1: that was going oh i didn't even know oh that yeah a lot of a lot of uh okay. go ahead and talk about okay. Nelly
0: cord on twitter and you will get bombarded with uh, a lot of a lot of oh, bros that. that want to blame it on the covid vaccine think about that okay. uh which whatever i'm not a doctor i'm not gonna sort of pretend i know what it was uh led to yep. it um and if it was, like, you know, okay, well, it's better. I'd rather have a blood clot than have, you know, COVID killing me and other people. So uh, hopefully she's yeah. Yeah. back soon and uh, able to play. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Jin Young-Ko is obviously, like, just an amazing, amazing player. Uh, it's probably, you know, prime for her to to win another major. Yes. Um, yes.
1: But my, my gal, yes. Lydia Ko, uh, you know, is... Uh, You've been to this, right? You've been to this. I a have time. twice, I have, actually. Okay. I didn't want to miss. Yeah, you. yeah I thought you've been to it multiple times for work, right? Yes. Writing the co-story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, okay. and uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Palm Springs, but uh, right. <laughs> don't um, look like I know. Like you guys had a big discussion of whether they're sort of abandoning like the kind of what built the PG yes. the LPGA tour, and I definitely feel sympathetic to that. I think that you know the the sort of I guess counter argument to that would be like the LPGA tour really needs opportunities to grow, really needed to kind of secure uh, sponsorship for years to come, and so big oil was happy to step in and do that. So I don't know. I mean, it's I think it's always a little bit of a bummer to like as the one place where on the LPGA's major schedule where it was like a Masters, right? It was a repeat every year. You knew yeah. what the course was going to be, but in all yeah. honesty, like respect to Pete Dye that course just other than like 18 isn't that memorable like it's it's not something that i super ever wanted to play when i was watching it or when i was walking uh, along it uh it can be tough yeah. when the wind is up um but I, I will i don't mind that they're
1: going elsewhere just from an ar- architectural
0: architectural standpoint
1: right right i think like the big part is like they're just sort of I don't know of erasing history, but discarding history and the fact that like we did a flashback Friday on this, this origin story of it. And it's a wild yeah. amusing sort of origin story, right? It's basically like Colgate, Palmolet, like just throwing a ton of money admirably. So when probably very few people were doing that at, at women's golf and like, like this is going to become a major kind of the, I don't know if it's blueprint for the players attempt yeah. or what, but like, and, and they did it. And like, a big part of its identity was this venue, right? And, and sort of this time of year at this place. And that's all going away. Uh, you know, it's changed names. It's the Dinosaur is long gone and it's been the A and different things. Um, so that I, I think like people are bummed about that. But again, I think like you said, like just things evolve, sure. right? And you got to face the realities of, of whether it's purse growth or, tour growth and if somebody's coming in with a with the hefty sponsorship it is adjust. It is weird to have like women's
0: sports going to Texas with all that Texas is sort of doing politically to kind of, you know, erase or roll back women's rights. It definitely makes me uncomfortable as a human being in that sense. But um you know that right. a lot of times professional sports are about compromises and so the powers that be have decided that uh, they <clears throat>
1: feel like it's worth it to leave california and go to texas and so more power yep. to them i guess yep. uh all right we'll have plenty of ana coverage in the recap coming sunday night the first uh, major of the year uh also as you noted in women's golf the augusta national women's amateur which starts prior to the ana it's not on tv you get kind of like some streaming from a champion's retreat which we've played Um, together multiple times. Yeah. uh, Worse for the wear. I think, you know, after (laughs) master's Sunday, uh, the Augusta national women's amateur Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday with that Friday day off, uh, playing, you know, Augusta national practice round champions retreat. Those first two days, uh, Saturday at Augusta national, just the top 30, the defending champion is Subasa Kajitani. I do not believe she is in the field. Uh, notable is Amari Avery jensen castle the defending u.s women's am Megagane, who of course you know broke out at olympic rachel heck stud from uh stanford aline crowder ingrid Lindblad, amelia migliaccio or migliaccio i think the g is quite silent she was a guest on the fried egg podcast with garrett today alexa pano from the short game erica shepherd lee Ye, and rose jane i think who yeah almost positive she's still number one player in the world um and, you know, it's obviously dominated a bunch of USGA championships. Uh, this is a, an awesome event. I, I don't know if I I need or want TV coverage the first couple of days. I, I don't know. I, I think it'd be nice to have on, nice to have the option do it where you only get 30 on Augusta National on Saturday. That's noon to 3.30, by the way, on NBC. Uh, I, I've really come to love this event. I wish it was not opposite the major. I wish some of these college stars could play the major, right? As, especially as younger stars. It's always been that case in women's golf. You know, the younger stars compete a little bit sooner. It feels like at, at major championships, but I don't know. You're taking a handful of them off the table with and while being opposite, or at least making them yeah. choose between one or the other. Yeah, I. The other part of it that I, I mean, look, we're
0: both. Big fans of this, uh, you know, as the father of daughters, uh, (laughs) we (laughs) we, uh, we certainly like the idea. But I I do wish that, again, I've raised this every year, that it was just three rounds at Augusta, right, or something. You know, I I don't believe that the wear and tear is so great. On Augusta National, especially after we we have found that they just resawed all the tees uh, in between practice rounds uh, for Bearcats Masters Fact of the Week yeah, last week. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know it's got to be sort of. I know you get to play a practice round at Augusta; everyone is guaranteed that. But I just think it would be really neat if you know they would just kind of go all in and be like, "All right, we're not you know play one of the rounds the champions." retreat and so you get to play one competitive round at augusta and then the final two rounds are with the 30 remaining people like it's just you know it makes it more real than instead of kind of like oh patting him on the head and saying like oh here you get this little carrot of one round at augusta at the end so
1: yeah listening to amelia today on the friday it sounds like champions retreat is like a bear yeah too. it's like it's also like just just trying to make pars certainly a bear time, when you're like hung over really and you're like a
0: Twelve handicap, I know that, and you're like, "Wait, is this the design? Is this the Arnold Palmer design or the Gary Player design?" I'm kind of (laughs) lost.
1: Is this the nine? Isn't it nine? Right? Didn't they each do nine? Yes. Player Nicholas Palmer each did nine. They drew like out of a hat, and like Arnold Palmer got
0: to pick first. Uh, So you know, three three renowned Uh, designers (laughs) of of the golf courses. Is it uh, help Andy uh, out? Um, Absolutely. Anyway, I like Roseng should have won last year and tripled uh 15 so
1: yes um, last year was a bloodbath yeah. kind of on, on the final round saturday which is why like miliaccio could yeah. come back to the field like i don't think it, hardly anybody shot yeah. under par it's
0: i want to say crash. it's really interesting to see like uh some of this nil stuff come to golf a little I was gonna bit say, i had that yeah news. i was like yeah. thinking about oh you know i want to do a little research on some of the um like especially the sanford players because you know i wanted to sort of talk to my girls about it and stuff, and. stuff so I went to like Rachel Heck's Instagram and like, you know, she's got this video on there and I click it and it's like, starts out with like her and her dad playing golf as like little kids and like shows, you know, it's like the cheap version of the Rory thing with Tiger that's commercial Nike did. And so it's like, you know, yeah. the music's playing and you, you see him see her kind of grow up and then she gets older and she's joining the ROTC and I'm like, Oh, like what a cute commercial. And it was like, she's sponsored by like a wealth management company. It's like, I was being like emotionally manipulated by a capital management company. It's like, you know, she's sponsored by, you know, I was like, Oh God, I feel totally took by the fact
1: that, you know, this, this kid here is uh, I feel manipulated, but that's capitalism. And Rose just signed. uh, NIL at Cal. uh, Yeah. 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 Name, image and likeness. And I wonder if Cal is like, you know, trying to course correct. Probably a, a fair amount here right? so. and figure out what you know. You know, they've lost certainly a face of the brand after at the they went and all and North like, Korea
0: and disappeared Phil from their, <laughs> their ad campaign. Their,
1: yeah. So, like, I, I'm not saying, I mean, she's no one amateur in the world. There's a reason you sign her, but like, the, they probably also have to figure out what's next, right? You know, based on, on where they are with Phil. They obviously yeah. have John Rahm and others, but. You know, he was a he was a major sort of rainmaker. I wonder
0: if Phil, like, say Phil comes um, back, like, you know, after, like, he's probably going to play in the PGA, right? Like, does Phil play Callaway clubs? Does he show- Is he
1: going to play in the PGA? Maybe that's a separate episode. God. I mean, there's people saying he's going to be disappeared for a year. Or the next time he plays, they're going to, it will be Saudi Arabia, Saudi, and that's it. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that he's going to play the PGA. I don't have, a, like, a... a a God. rock solid source on that, but I, I don't think I really thought that, that he was going to
0: play like Valero. That was my theory. He'll play Valero, take all the heat, yeah, like answer yeah. all the questions, apologize, give a sort of mealy mouth answer or whatever. And then he could go to Augusta without having to. he be like, "Oh, I, I already talked about that last week, but thanks for asking." Like, pull yeah. his like charming. <laughs> oh, you know, I believe I addressed that last week, but thanks for asking. Like, right, sort of deal. Right. Anyway, not. We don't want to make this into a full filled podcast. No, it's <laughs>
1: fine. I just like. No, it's fine. I, I love watching animal. I honestly, it's like one of the best Saturdays of the, of the of the year. Like this year, it'll be an entree kind of, not an entree, or or you get the final four at night, right? Like Saturday is like it's. A good Saturday is all I'm saying. There's no college football. There's no like you can really kind of slot it in there. And it's just you get to see Augusta National uh, play. You know, I don't want to get too hipsterish about it, but play in a really different kind of way. I've, I've heard from folks who are there this week that it's it's crispy. Yeah getting firm they've got it running pretty crispy of course I feel like we hear this every year in one form or fashion like oh it was Rory you know at Bay Hill it was up there last week it's never seen it firmer but it does sound like it's crispier they're obviously doing some different sort of conditioning philosophies as Andy wrote about like with the mowing lines and and 11 getting a little bit of its yeah. width back um so Saturday really provides a glimpse of actually watching it play in a different mm-hmm. way you know women hitting Five irons into greens, things like that, that you just don't see anymore uh, at the Masters. So I, I just think it's one of the best watches yeah. of the year, We're slotting right into that Saturday. I,
0: I will say too, we've both watched the short game and stuff with our kids. Like it's kind of like pretty amazing yeah. that both Pano and Amari Avery turned out to be two of the best amateurs. You know, by the time they went to college or became a college age, like it doesn't always pan out for like child prodigies right but both of them are, are playing in this for the second time i think at least panel might be third but uh yeah so
1: yeah avery avery the second pan i'm not sure about yeah, Pano, she played last but year yeah but, uh, i'm not sure second yes so. yes yes uh yeah amari's enrolled early at usc I, I obviously like got to know her and her family a little bit writing about their story um I, know, she's, I think she won twice yeah. already for USC, and it seems like. Rachel you know, Heck is like, just together. in terms of amateurs, this is like an awesome story. Like I mean, this girl is in
0: ROTC, like she's in the Air Force, she's flying in planes, and she's legitimately like potentially a future superstar on the LBGA Tour. Like kind of wild that someone could juggle Stanford education and ROTC and like a full college schedule and be playing in like the highest level of amateur events. Like
1: pretty bonkers. <laughs> yep 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 so i think that's i I don't have these powers but i'm giving that event of the week I'm Hell giving yeah. Anwa the event of the week just based on that saturday afternoon watch just, we get, just beats uh, out the valero. major <laughs> just,
0: just beats out charlie hoffman finishing fifth
1: at the valero <laughs> the dumpy valero texas open this is our next event on the schedule for the week it's tpc san antonio the oaks i believe it's the at&t oaks i think that's branded okay. course uh par 72 7400 yards designed by Greg Norman, the shark penalizing, beating up on the PGA tour players with those, whatever those bramble bushes that Kevin Na might still be stuck in, (laughs) you know, that that, as soon as you go off the fairway, you're like, in just toast 8.6 billion to the uh, purse 1.54 to the winner defending champ is Jordan speed, you know, kind of got, you know, as much speed buzz, there was all of Q1 last year at Pebble and Phoenix and all these other places like when he actually finally won, we were all like in master's yeah. mode. You know, it was like it, it, it was notable. But like that event, otherwise. Is he playing this year? Is he speaking. back?
0: Is he in the field as the defending champ? Yes, okay. he
1: is. So notables. Abe answer, Dick Bland. Hell good to yeah. see Dick out there. Jason Day. Bryson DeChambeau is playing, which I think is a little bit surprising. People didn't know if he was in shape yeah. to play. You know, it's going to for sure going to be three in a row. Tony Finau, Takumi Kanaya. Matt Kuchar, Roy McIlroy. Kuchar made notable. So did that? That's just that's Steinberg thumb on this guy Ro- there. <laughs> <laughs> McIlroy is playing, as we talked about, Spieth and Lee Westwood. Maybe in one of his Swan's last sig- few sign-offs yeah, for uh... PGA Tour events. Uh, I guess it's it's great to have Roy and Spieth playing uh, and Bryson playing. That's some real star star power. The week before a major, a uh, week before the Masters, but this event just never does a whole lot for me you know especially shell like the houston open had a little bit of juice for me just in terms of style play the course like it just sort of felt a little bit more mastersy right i'm not gonna say anything that approximates augusta national but there was a purpose to it this is just like valero's gonna throw a bunch of money and we want to be the week before the masters as opposed to that dead zone between the masters and what was then the u.s open and, and now they have this spot but they got a couple of this big is names the course it, so. with the
0: bunker in the middle of the green on 17. Right.
1: I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what yes. a, what a, yes. what a design mastery that Greg Norman filled right. out there for that, you know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> if- Norman taking a page out of, I don't know, uh, Riviera, right. He thought he was making his own <laughs> six at Riviera. Uh, uh, we're supposed to give my one and done takes uh, uh, one and done picks. Yeah. Uh, Andy said he was taking CT, Corey, CT machine oh. Connors. I'm gonna take Charlie Hoffman, cannon fodder Charlie, riding out into the middle of the field on his horse to be massacred by Phil and Bryson. But I, with his Instagram comments, but I, I don't know. He's he's been terrible. He's been horrible. Hoffman's been horrible ever. So this is just a, since you know Phoenix this is where goes, he makes all his money. Pure horse. <laughs> Remember every yes. year, you remember the plot
0: to like Uncle Buck, where Uncle Buck was like, Oh, this is the one race kids where I would make like half my money for the year. Yeah. Like Charlie Charlie Hoffman is like Uncle Buck. Like he's gotta go <laughs> to the Valero to cash in for like seventy percent of his income for the year.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say our audience skews yeah. young, but I wonder what they'd like, if the Uncle Buck I don't know. There's a golf scene at the that. end of Uncle does. Buck. A like go much. check out Uncle yeah. Buck if you haven't.
0: Great. All right. If you have one of John it, Candy's yes, yes. like totally great performances uh one yeah, of the culkins like absolutely. i think it's macaulay culkin but it could be kieran and that i think it's macaulay
1: uh, one of them a yeah. culkin that's yeah. all uh all right that does it for the pga tour schedule on the uh, champions tour we have the Rapiscan systems classic and biloxi grand bear golf club kevin sutherland was 2019 defending champion purse is 1.6 million notables in the field steven alker Darren Clark, Ernie Els, who's you know, just watched Donald Trump hit a hole in one, is, is was publicized on social media, Jim Furek, Retief Goosen, Miguel Angel Jimenez, Bernhard Langer, and David Toms. This is tape delayed, mercifully, on Friday, <laughs> um, and then Saturday and Sunday, two to five. So I just like, there's a lot of golf. There's two great women's yeah. events. There's a Texas Open. I don't know if you, the Champions Tour is your bread and butter, I suppose you could did you notice out. how in uh, trump's uh, thing where he
0: said he hit a hole in one that he had to he had to point out it was a very strong wind that he <laughs> cut a five iron into a very strong wind even though some were saying it wind. couldn't be done yeah
1: so yes a strong wind all right i think that does it for this uh wednesday edition uh kevin thank you so That's much it. for joining us where can we like read your work i imagine you will be have plenty of insightful thoughts and jokes next week during the masters at, at cave in valkenberg on yeah, twitter may hopefully maybe right? i'll get to to weigh in uh, on
0: the on the com depending on who the winner is okay. or whatnot here and there but uh we'll see
1: ESPN you right? know I, I did want to add All you right. and
0: andy were asking in the last episode i think monday's episode about whether lee westwood was was smart or whether he was actually kind of dumb and I, I've always remembered this. Like I think like uh, golf, oh golf.com or golf magazine interviewed him years ago and it was like one of these things where they do like the rapid fire <coughs> questions and they said to him, you know, what's your favorite book that you've read? And he's like, oh, mate, I don't think I've ever read a book in my life. <laughs> I was like, yes, okay. That speaks a lot to Lee Westwood's like the current situation. Was that Australian? Yeah, that was accident? actually accidentally Australian. All yeah. right. Uh, Lee
1: Westy yeah, yeah. as a uh, – okay, that i i did not i don't remember that yeah anecdote, it was like they used quote. to do That's like a those one.
0: little quick interviews with like yeah like so it was like yep. you know probably one of 50 players they did but lee revealed that he had literally never read a book in his life so i know exactly how he got through primary talking. school right. or or uh you know whatever his his maths in uh school in england i have no idea but uh
1: perhaps lee should
0: should pick up a book here and there yeah i think
1: twitter is a danger maybe the looming tower by lawrence wright that's what i'd (laughs) recommend (laughs) all right (laughs) uh we'll send that to him we'll get put that in his locker next week at augusta um all right thank you so much for joining us maybe we'll have you next week i don't know dial in to say some I don't know, nonsense that you witnessed or watched or takes from from watching the Masters. Uh, Thank you so much. Friend of the program. Uh, Follow him on Twitter at Volkenberg. Read him at ESPN.com. Thanks so much, Kevin.